Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about traveling. Now, a little bit about traveling like your day-to-day and your normal routes and your normal routine. Um, We're going to talk about supplies you kind of need to keep in your car, kind of like a cargo bag. I know we've touched on that in other times. Um, But really more what I'm talking about is what happens when shit hits the fan and you have to travel. Um, maybe you have to go rescue your kid from college, mm-hmm. you know, your kids at college and it may be three hours away or two hours away at a hundred miles, 50 miles. Mm-hmm. That could be a big deal after an EMP right? or something like that. Um, what if God forbid you're away on vacation? What do you do? Um, what if you're just, you know, in the next town on a business trip, mm-hmm. me, I, in any given day, I'm like 30 miles away from my house, maybe 40, Mm -hmm. maybe even, you know, 50 or 60. 60 miles is kind of a big deal when you got to walk it. Right. So these are, you know, the kind of things we're talking about. But also, you know, planning. Like maybe, you know, the world kind of collapsed, civil unrest, martial law, whatever. And you got to find a way to get to your loved ones or get to your bug out location. Or, you know, any of these things. Get to your supplies. So, that's basically what today's episode is about. And I think uh, you guys might find some useful uh, tips here. Because we we definitely did some thinking about this. And, uh, you know, we got some plans. So, Kevin, uh, what are some of the ways that you might go about uh, finding transportation? Both... After, like, what would be good modes of transportation, I guess? Yeah. I guess, you know, start with an automobile. That's something that it, almost everybody has and has access to. Yep. Uh, great carrying capacity. You know, you can store a lot of stuff in your car. 
Um, it's yeah. fast, fast movement. You've got some some form of you know protection from uh, small arms fire and things like that. Now the only downside, one possible susceptibility the EMPs, but not right. definite susceptibility. Right. Um, also, we have you can only travel on roads, kind right. of defined roads, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're really taking your chances when you go off road with a a car. Right. Now, some of you guys might be like, well, you know, I built a Jeep that's whatever, mm-hmm. but you're still limited on the pathway that it can go down. Right. So that's one option. Right. Um, another another uh, situation is fuel. You know, you're not going to just have gas stations along the way that you can easily stop at, or you may not anyway, at any rate. Uh, Roadblocks, all sorts of things Roadblocks and up. stuff Traffic are a jams. lot more common, mm-hmm. you know, in... If on the main roads, yeah. then... If you've got the idea to hop in your car and, uh, you know, get out of the city, you're probably not the only person with that idea. Right. So, all right, let's kind of talk about that for a minute. So, if a car is our plan, right, and we're assuming the car keeps working, mm-hmm. EMP happens, or it's not an EMP. Maybe, you know, uh, what, the volcano in... Uh, in the national parks goes yeah, up. Yeah, super volcanoes. The super volcano, there's ash and dust, and, and our car still works. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's an economic collapse and just nobody's going to work anymore, but all of a sudden there's kind of roving gangs in the streets. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what are some things that we can do with that, with the car? Um, like, how are we going to ensure success? That's, I guess, my... Right, right. Well, I mean, it, AAA isn't going to show up. No. You know, if you break down on the side of the road, you're kind of out of luck. You know, you're walking now. Whatever supplies you had, it's now it's down to whatever you can pick through and carry with you. So, I mean, uh, you know, car is a great option. So that's a good point, though. Whatever supplies you had. Mm-hmm. So that should make us all think a little bit about our everyday carry. Mm-hmm. And... You know, obviously, your everyday carry that you can keep in your car is probably more than your everyday carry items on your person. Right. And obviously, it's in addition to your on your person. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things? Um, if we put together like a car bug out bag, mm-hmm. um, what kind of things would you be looking for? Well, I mean, you're gonna want a tool toolbox to begin with. I like keep that. The car so some kind of road repairs, gas tank, right? You know. Uh, a few extra extra uh, gas uh, can in the in the trunk. Um, you're gonna want to have clothes and food. You know, bring water with you. Maybe being the guy who doesn't let your gas tank go below half full would be a mm-hmm. you know a normal go to plan. Right, keep keeping your tank full. Now, I was just actually listening to an audio book, and the guy actually kind of feared the possibility of an EMP. Mm-hmm. And he actually, you know, we've talked about Faraday cages, mm-hmm. and he actually set up some like EMP Faraday cage inside his car, really, to have some extra get home gear. Mm-hmm. And in his story, it ended up being a big asset. So believe it or not, some of the things that he put in his EMP bag. Now, if you don't think an EMP or solar flare is, is even in the realm of possibility, mm-hmm. maybe you just have these items in there, not in a Faraday cage. All right. But, you know, I was thinking I could make an ammo can into a Faraday cage pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And having an ammo can in the back, 
in the big, the 50 cal size, Mm -hmm. you could fit some stuff in there, you know? Right. So what he had was he had a GPS device. Mm -hmm. Um, He actually had night vision in there. Okay. Which I don't know how you get that lucky. But I got to tell you, if you're really thinking I have to get home, Mm -hmm. that almost sounds essential. Right. Um, Well, you know that. Yeah, go ahead. Part of the thing to keep in mind also is if you're traveling and you're and you're, uh, you know your supplies like your night vision and things like that are in your car, you have it with you. But if you're at home, you still have it with you. Right. You know, that's you're, the nice part. Right. Um. Well, that's the thing. So, like in this story, the guy ends up being 150 miles away from his house, and you know, traveling. He's like, oh, for the first two or three days, things will be good. In this story. Um, things start turning to crap kind of in a, the same day. Mm-hmm. It's not even, you know, people don't wait. They just right. turn into animals. Time to ride. Because it turns out when you're on the side of the freeway and every car stops, and guess what? Everybody on the freeway is traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, odds are they're going over 20 miles right. to get to where they're going. Mm-hmm. So you got all these people walking who probably don't have comfortable walking shoes, mm-hmm. who... Most likely don't have any water. Right. Don't have any food. And you walk 20 miles, people are like, oh, I need water. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die. And, you know, and yeah. it, it just turns hey, and bad. Depending on the heat, that's that's the truth. And so that kind of thing can really be an issue. So this is back, you know, circling back to the night vision. Um, This guy ends up staying off the roads and just traveling at night. Mm-hmm. And then sleeping, you know, just going way into the woods mm-hmm. and hunkering down all day when the hordes and the you know masses right. are. That's a pretty huge asset. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, a GPS. We talked about night vision, um, radios if they were in there, mm-hmm. uh, flashlights. This guy has a couple of those solar chargers. You know, same things that are in my Faraday cage. Mm-hmm. Um, had extra batteries for the night vision. Had uh. I think he had his scope in there, you know, like a mill dot scope right? kind of thing. Um, I know I keep mine in the Faraday cage. They might make it without being in a Faraday cage, but they mm. might not. I mean, I, I really don't know. You know, is there a little circuit board that does it, or is it just a red light? I, I don't know. You know, whatever. But I know that if it's in my Faraday cage, it's probably going to be okay. Um. Then, you know, the other normal stuff, like you guys know I've talked to you about having some kind of IFAC, which is, you know, the individual first aid kit, mm-hmm. the trauma bag, stuff like that. Um, sunglasses and sunblock. Imagine if you're walking home 50 miles and it takes you three days of walking in the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, maybe it takes you one day and everything goes great. But a lot of times things don't just go great. Right. You know, I mean, you don't think an EMP is going to happen. And, you know, so other things might happen too, right? Mm-hmm. There could be some other bad shit. Um, normal go-to in my truck, you know, Leatherman, Gorilla Tape. Um, this guy has tarp, has a sleeping bag. My wife has a sleeping bag in her car because she's always worried. I mean, you know, car breaks down in the winter. Yeah. And it also pays off when you got to get home and you're, you know, mm-hmm. traveling. Um, another thing that was kind of cool was... Uh, you know, like I said, the sunblock, that kind of shit. Even like a ball cap, kind mm-hmm. of having it helps sunglasses. Um, but at a good knife, um, in addition to your Leatherman, yeah, I can't say enough. I mean, I, you should have your everyday carry gun. 
right in there. I mean, this guy ended up with he had a uh, it was pretty awesome. He had the uh, a Keltec uh, Sub Two K, I think it's called. What's the name of the book? Uh, the book was uh, you threw me off here with your question. It's called The Journey Home by Jeff Motes. All right. And uh, I got to tell you, I was pretty impressed. Um, just he seemed like he covered a lot. Um, talk, you know, I would add like snare wire, um, fishing kit. He talks about those like N95 gas masks. Now, these are like the slightly above the little white one that you get for free at the, right. the doctor's office. We talked about getting those. Mm-hmm. But, uh you know, these are like slightly above, but they're like a three pack for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it has like a little charcoal filter in there and it. Yeah. Slightly above. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they were a three pack on Amazon when I looked. Um, big thing, water purification tablets mm-hmm. as well as some water. Right. Um, the idea with the water is it's going to give you containers too mm-hmm. once you kind of burn through those. Um, I know my wife has a 72-hour food kit in her car. Okay. Um, as well as I do with also no, so I just have the like my Patriot Supply. They have a nice little bag, a seventy-two hours. Mm-hmm. And this guy's got like MREs. I mean, I, I can't believe how much you know this guy's right. carrying. It's ninety percent of his car storage his, space. You know, was, it's was my for whole bug stuff. out bag is yeah. in his car. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's got uh, what else? Uh, toothpaste, toiletries. I mean, who brushes their teeth anymore? I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> overrated. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, one of the things with women comes up in the story is having a sports bra. Mm. Um, I guess you know, walking and hiking and running and whatever, mm-hmm. it might be a little different. You guys know if that's important to you or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been an issue for me. Right. I'm still still below an A cup. You're below so an A right. cup. You're good. Yeah. I, you know, I'm dancing on glass there, but you know, whatever. Um, also, uh, uh, yeah, shoes. Right. Um, having shoes in your car. Cause how often, you know, I mean, some of you guys are rocking a suit every day or, or something right. like that, or women with high heels, or mm-hmm. or even yeah. just your work shoes. Or we they can all imagine shoes that we wear. Miles. Right. We can all imagine shoes that we wear on occasion that are not good for a 10 mile, 10 mile walk. So that might be something, you know, to seriously consider. So that, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't want to bore you with stuff. We've talked about bags and, and things like that. But a lot of these, and I know I carry a, a headlight. It's another one that, you mm-hmm. know, kind of got me excited because I got to tell you, the headlight pays off huge. Right. But night vision, it, they made a convincing argument is what mm-hmm. I would tell you. But, yeah, I was going to tell you the guy's gun. He had a uh Keltec Sub 2K. Now, I don't know this gun, and he actually had it with a suppressor on it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's a 9mm, which, you know, I mean, if you have a, you can get a suppressor. I mean, I would. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I actually just saw something on the internet. SIG has a, a uh, integrated suppressor and actually just kind of part of the gun, mm-hmm. and it's right, just right the in there. And that got approved, so I don't know what's going to come of that um, in New York. It's not really an option for us. But anyway, so that was kind of cool. But moving on from these things, so car, anything else uh, I want to know? I mean, we did actually a whole episode on roadblocks and checkpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, no matter what you're traveling in, like IEDs, 
are a possibility in the future. Right. And, you know, roadblocks, these are things you need to be aware of when you're traveling. Mm -hmm. You got to look for the choke points when, you know, you're coming around a dangerous turn. And that's the nice thing about traveling at night. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the time you see, you know, you you hear stories about, uh, you know, somebody injured or feigning injury on the side of the road. All the time. You know, best bet is to drive past and double back. You know, if that's a situation you're Or you're just shoot with. them. Yeah. I mean, finish them off. Finish them off. Um, yeah, all the time. You know, lady laying in the road. Oh, my goodness. Oh, help me. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's hiding behind the car with a big stick. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Uh, let's go to motorcycles. I like motorcycles. Motorcycles, fast. Now, big thing, too, with a dirt bike and a four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. Either of these. Yeah, you're not committed to the road. A four, you can go anywhere. A four-wheeler, you can have all kinds of racks and accessories. But two, if you plan your vehicle outright, a lot of these are almost guaranteed EM pre-proofed. Mm-hmm. You can definitely find four-wheelers that are just kickstart and no electronic and no fuel injection, you know, right. whatever. you, you got to plan it out a little bit. And some of those, maybe you buy some extra parts, some extra ignition parts that you throw in a Faraday cage. You mm-hmm. know, that's your call. Right, right. It's faster than a car. You can outrun a car if somebody's chasing you in one. It uses less gas, but, you know, you also have less st- storage space on a lot of these things. Um, dirt bikes, uh, four-wheelers, you know, you can you can get a good solid bug-out bag on there. You can ca- carry a, a good-sized backpack on a, on a motorcycle or a dirt bike. Yeah. You know, but you're you're limited. You're not carrying, you know, ten days worth of food with you in a in a motorcycle. You know, um, let's not forget there's still animals, horses, oh. camels, camels, ride a donkey. You know, a decent bicycle, dog sled, bicycles, boats, dog sled, and uh, then there's always walking. You know, last there's resort. Walking. Last resort, it's uh, not, a, not a bad thing to uh, be good at, though. Now, that's a cool thing, too, though. If you plan ahead and maybe have that GPS in your Faraday cage, mm-hmm. um, that might be something cool. Now, some of you might be like, well, you know, after an EMP, your GPS might not work. But it probably will. It probably will. The satellites, satellites are, are up are, there. Yeah, they're they're going to be there. You know, they're going to be above it. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some infrastructure that may affect things that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't foresee. But I got to tell you, the military is going to want to keep that world happening. Right. Um, there's a good chance that's going to still be going. And if you can cut through the woods and go off the, you know, off right. road and go straight there, that's going to make a big difference in your mm-hmm. travel plans. All right. Uh, do you want to do some travel tips? Tell me about travel for tips. Uh, end of the world travel tips. End of the world travel tips. All right. You're going to, you know, focus on your task. Pay attention. If you're driving a car. Don't be fucking with the radio. Don't be skipping through your iPod looking for the... Yep. You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to what you're doing. Um, Expect the other drivers on the road, other people on the road, to be stupid and do stupid things. I see Uh, that all the time. I was driving... um, I was driving with with my wife. This was this past... uh, Last summer. Okay. And... uh, just driving along on the thruway, and uh, there's a van in front of me, like a painter's van, and that extension ladder's on the top. And I saw the front of that extension ladder lift up, up in the air and then drop back down in the car. 
So I changed lanes, and just as I did that, it popped up again, and this time the back ripped off. I slammed on the brakes and pulled over to the side of the road, and that extension ladder went flying down the street. Would have went through my windshield if I had uh, still been behind. Nope. So, uh, you know, pay attention to shit like that. When I was a kid, I was following a cement truck, following a cement truck, mm-hmm. and uh, a wheelbarrow flipped off the back right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shit happens. Yeah. Wind catches it. People don't secure things like they should. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Three windshield. You know, and before you go throwing stones at the guy who doesn't secure the uh, the wheelbarrow, just don't forget about that time you left your phone on the top of your car mm-hmm. and then drove down the thruway. Yep. So, you know, we all do stupid shit sometimes. Yep. So be ready for it. I've, I've done that that sort of thing myself. Where the heck did I leave my coffee as it's dripping down the back window? <laughs> Why is mm-hmm. the back of my car all brown? Um, all right. A lot of people in these sort of situations, you know, you're you're eager to get someplace. You're yes. eager to get where you're going, get off the road. Don't don't drive faster than you have to. You know, there's a time to drive fast. But just take it easy, you know? There's posted speed limits cuz that's a, a safe a safe speed to go. If there are no other cars on the on the road, you can pick it up a little bit, but you don't have to do ninety the whole way. No. You know, you're gonna you know you're you're gonna put yourself in danger of making a stupid ma- mistake yourself and causing your own downfall instead of having to worry about other people. Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. Been in uh five car accidents now. Why are you in five car accidents? Not all I wasn't driving on all of them, but I do drive like a bit of an asshole, so None of them were my... Well, one of them was my fault. That's, that's all that's I'll say on that. That's you're going to tell people is one? <laughs> one. All right. Uh, look as far ahead of your vehicle as possible. You know, watch yes. down the road. What's coming up? You might be able to see that roadblock or that traffic jam, you know, three miles ahead of you and get out of it, be able to avoid it. Um, and then, you know, if you don't know how to drive in the rain... There's Don't a trick to it. The There's a trick to it. Oh. Just go a little bit slower. You know, learn how That's to the trick. Yeah, learn how to get out of a skid. When you start hydroplaning, you need to turn into the skid if it's all at all possible. Get the wheels and the back tires lined up and that'll bring you back into control of your vehicle and then you can straighten yourself out. Nice. Um That's all I got for the general tips. All right. Well, another thing, traveling you stop, whatever. When you make a campfire, that smoke makes you pretty visible to mm-hmm. people nearby. So if you're 30 feet off the woods mm-hmm. and you're fi- you know, off the main road into the woods. Right, they're going to see you. They're going to smell you and see you. Mm-hmm. And be aware of that. Um, you know, they talk about the, uh, what is it, the uh, Dakota fire hole. Mm-hmm. Um, different things, something you might want to check out on YouTube. Um, learn how to be a little more discreet like that. Um, also, you know, maybe apocalypse, end of the world, martial law, confiscating firearms. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be out traveling, don't give up your firearms. Right. You're signing your death warrant. Mm-hmm. You really are. Um, yeah, unless you're a professional MMA fighter. If you're giving up guns... You're gonna, you know, the women are gonna be raped. Nobody wants to hear it, mm-hmm. and the men are gonna. You're be gonna get raped, death and killed. Uh huh. You don't want to. You guys don't. Are yeah. gonna be raped. You don't want to find out from Bubba that fist can be a verb. You don't want to know these things. <laughs> no. No. 
That sounds horrible. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I mean, don't give up your weapons and don't leave home without your weapons. Right. Um, this is the reason you need to carry a gun. Mm-hmm. You never know. Now, uh, one of the safest ways to travel in a, in a dangerous situation like is that a helicopter? is helicopter. Well, yeah, helicopter first. Okay. But nice. what I was going to say is convoy. Ah. So that means running in tandem uh, with multiple vehicles. Yes. Uh, it's a group of vehicles traveling together for mutual protection is, uh, is what you want to do, is you want to have at least three people. So if you and have three ideally, friends with Humvees... You're you could you're be sitting good. Pretty. Yep. Um, Maybe you buy three Humvees. Yeah, I remember doing a uh, doing a little convoy when I was in the Navy, and it wasn't okay. actually military situation. I we were going from one base to another with uh, three of my buddies. Okay. And somebody cut me off and was acting like an asshole, and shit just didn't end well for him. No. Road, road rage doesn't work when you're focused on one on one, pe- one person and there's two other people there, and you know, coming three. up behind you. Yeah, so you know, if if you get into a bad situation as the lead vehicle, you know you have backup. Right. Um now when you're when you're running a a, a trip like that, you need at least two people in uh per vehicle. Okay. You need a driver and, what and are a backup the driver. To that? Now, well first off, you got somebody riding shotgun. Now, keep in mind, when you're in the passenger seat... that's a literal shotgun? There you go. All right. When you're in the passenger seat and you're right-handed, it is not easy to fire out of the the window. You know, it's not... You know, I know, like, you see the movies and the guy's leaning out the window with his gut, with his hand, and he's shooting up the, you know, up the road alongside... That's not how that shit works. No. You're leaning out the window, you're going to be the one that dies. That's just stupid. No. But, I mean, it looks cool in an action movie. Yeah, it's, I want to look right. cool, you know? Now, you also need to uh, drill before you go out on disembarking your vehicle, getting out. You know, if you're getting fire, okay. if you're trapped and you're getting fire from one side, you need to be able to quickly, you know, get out of the vehicle on either side of the vehicle. You know, if you're in the driver, think about getting out of the passenger seat and vice versa. Right. A shotgun should also be the secondary driver so you can rotate. You know, rotate drivers while one sleeps. Um, nice. You need to think about, before you get going, though, you need to think about where you're going and how you're going to get there. Uh, whether it's maps, whatever. Everybody has to be on the same page. Alternate routes no. and that sort of thing. Right. And that's in general, too. I mean, you need physical maps in your car if you're traveling outside of your normal Yeah. You know, you need to know your area, and really you should have a map of your state. You know, in your car. And if you're traveling cross-country, you need to have a road atlas in there. You know, it's 30 bucks or whatever. Uh-huh. Throw it in the floor of the trunk and whatever. It's there. I know we all use GPSs and, and everything is cool like that now. But if that doesn't work, something goes wrong, this way you have options and you're not as desperate. Right, right. Um, another thing to do uh think about is is uh vehicle inspections and i'm not talking about your state inspection i'm talking about before you get in the car to go anywhere check your tires do you have a slow leak in one of them because that might be a huge issue in another 60 miles you know check your belts check your gas tank check your gauges you know find a vehicle with a good windshield if you got a big crack in the you know driver's side window 
Don't take that one. No. It's going to impair your vision. The fuzzy dice you have from your mirror, Ooh, take I them like down. Those. Not necessary. Yeah, but wait. What about my luck? That's when something bad happen. That's when it's like, you're right. You're right. May, all right, keep the fuzzy dice. Thank you. Uh, think about communications. Uh, may not be, cell phones may not be a thing. You know, hand radios, CBs, that sort of thing might be a, a, a pretty handy tool. Yes. What's most, you need to think about what's most likely to go wrong. Um, you know, what are the biggest, biggest things? If you get a flat tire in one car and you don't have a spare, you know, when you're driving in a convoy, you can always, you know, disembark, join one of the other vehicles, move the equipment, do whatever you got to do. Right. Uh, but plan these things out before you go. Who's going where? What's happening? You don't know what kind of situation you're going to be in when you're on the side of the and road. And having with a comms vehicle. from vehicle to vehicle is a huge plus, mm-hmm. but not always possible. So. Right. Uh, and then you need to think about the worst case scenarios too. Play those out. What are your options in dealing with those situations? Yeah. Uh, the big idea with this sort of thing is before you get in your vehicle to go anywhere, go over every detail you can think of. Think about your alternate, uh, op- your your different options. Uh, think about what you're going to do in specific situations. Obviously, you know, no plan uh, survives first contact with the enemy, as they say, right? Yeah. But if you have uh, an idea of what the other person is going to do in the other vehicle, then you've got a good idea how you're going to be able be uh, be able to react, right? Yes. All right. So. Um, that's that's what I got on convoys. All right. Um. Another thing, like the sooner you can leave after something bad happens, I think your odds are a lot better. Um. You know, a lot of people talk about going to their bug out location, or you know, oh, I'm gonna go up to my camp, and then everything's gonna be great. Well, the problem is that ninety percent of the time, people wait too long. Right. You know. Be willing to risk the day at work of, oh, you know, I'm not going to wait until the bank's open tomorrow and just in case, you know, Mm -hmm. if things look like if your gut and your intuition tells you it's time to go, it's time to go. Don't wait. Yeah. Um, Oh, no, I wasted an entire sick day or vacation day from work. I mean, what's the worst situation? We went to our vacation cabin and. I took you know, a three-day weekend when uh, I should have taken two. Yeah, I mean, just... Turns out everything was fine. You don't have to Sometimes wait. waiting too long is going to really be the issue. Um, another thing you got to realize that kind of emphasizes the urgency. Realize that in today's world, we got groups like Antifa, Black Lives Matter, different things that are actually like organizing... And kind of doing, like, militant drills together. Right. Um, some people, you know, believe that they're funded and, and they're getting weapons and different things. These are people that might be able to organize and take action quickly mm-hmm. after things start going bad. Right. So, they may not be the uh, the groups that you want running things. So you want to be, you know, prepared for that. So urgency is definitely a thing. Um, and honestly, even gangs and, you know, people getting organized and getting together, you know, hopefully they always say like, you got like three days before things get bad. You know, the normalcy bias kind of holds true. Mm -hmm. 
more and more I'm less confident that 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 you're gonna have three days. Mm-hmm. Three days seems like a long time. As soon as people realize, hey, I'm not gonna get any more food. Normal decent people who aren't prepared might sit in their house and wait for oh the president, oh FEMA, oh they're gonna do something right. for me. But if you're in Puerto Rico, that might not be the situation. You know, you know, we see it. You see it time and time again. When there's an emergency, the government is not there to help right. within the first but day. But not only are they day, not the there, day. I think people, a lot of people, are realizing a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more and more we get smacked in the face with reality. Yeah. Um, you know, we see now with California with fires and and different things going on. Things can turn bad quickly. Mm-hmm. So have a plan. You know, but think of a way. I mean, I got to tell you, I really am kind of more inspired to have some kind of vehicles. But I also want to be where I want to be. Right. You know, um, I want to make sure that my home is going to be somewhere I don't have to go out and get food. I don't have to fend at the grocery store. Right. I don't have to go begging at the FEMA camp. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were just saying, I don't want to show up there. Right. I want to make sure I have what I need and my family has what I need and not, oh, those 10 items that I didn't get. Let me go get those extra batteries or toilet paper because I didn't use them mm-hmm. and risk, you know, the violence in the stores and whatever. Right. Yeah. My bug out location is my current location. You know, it really if you be. can if you can keep off the road in a situation like that, that's your best bet. And. You know, it's going to make such a difference. But the big thing, you need to travel where you're traveling at night. You're going to have to stay off the main things unless you're really armored and prepared. And you're going to have to be planning and looking for roadblocks and ambushes and IEDs and different things. Because this stuff's reality, you know. Um, This is stuff that are potential threats when you're traveling. You know, guys who've gone through, listen to our our podcast on roadblocks and stuff. It's a big, scary deal, you know. Mm -hmm. When you go in third world countries, it's easy, you know, for people to set up and shake you down and take what they want. And, you know, people want a pretty heavy price. Mm -hmm. There's some evil in the world. Yeah. People don't want to accept that there's evil in the world, but it can get ugly quick. Mm -hmm. Um, You know? That's that's pretty much what I got. All right. Sounds good. Um, you guys know uh, we've had that sponsor, uh, PFA Supply. Right. They have those uh, cool little uh, survival pucks. Mm-hmm. Might be some great ideas in there that you can just throw in your car. Yeah. And something that, you know, might make the difference in you getting home or not. And 13 bucks, that that's not a bad investment. To, you know, help ensure victory. Yeah, they do have a, a lot of handy uh, handy little tools in those little containers. I, I did see in the last month we did get a review on iTunes, but not so much anymore. We don't really push that. And, you know, hey, maybe you guys think about it. You've been enjoying the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever you're listening to it, if you could throw a review on there. Might help more people find us, help spread the word. Yeah, it definitely helps um, out a lot. The more... Uh... The more reviews we have, the better. The more listeners, the more, you know, things that are happening, better things work out for everybody. Also, you really love the podcast, you may want to support us on Patreon. 
We've had a lot of people who kind of come and go over the years and give when they can and don't when they can. And, mm -hmm. you know, you guys have been good to us, and we really appreciate it. And those of you that remain taking care of us for a long time, we really appreciate it. And those who could only give for a little bit, we really appreciate, appreciate it. that also. Yeah. You know, anything, whatever, that's cool. Even a buck or two is, uh, you can is give a big a buck help. every month. That's awesome. It helps keep us on the air kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, does cost a little bit. Keep things going and backed up and things loaded. And mm -hmm. I know Kevin and I both have to fight the wives off to get the free time to, right. to make it come to, to fruition. So whatever. But with that, stay safe. And we will talk to you guys next week. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. to go with, like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun. Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.